welcome to the Wiseacious Women Show. Today, I share with you how to create a vision document. Now, this is a document that is so detailed that you can really feel and see the future that you envisage. It motivates you, it excites you, and it helps you to make change happen and bring those dreams that you have into reality. Now, in the last episode, we talked about seasonal reviews, the 90-day review or the quarterly review, and doing this for your personal life, your professional life, and also for the relationships that feel most important to you. I started doing seasonal reviews with my husband because we created a vision document. Before we start, please subscribe to the YouTube channel and give me a thumbs up and also comment below. This is an opportunity for you to share your insights, any questions you have, suggestions and ideas. So use that space. Okay, why a vision document and not a vision or mission statement like one or two sentences? Well, for me, just over a year ago now, I felt that I couldn't really see the way ahead clearly for me. It wasn't that I couldn't dream or didn't have ideas of what I wanted to create. And yet it felt that there wasn't a focus around it. And I realized I hadn't really taken the time to really unpack what that vision is and what it can feel like and what it could be. So there were no details there. I always felt it was a little bit hazy. And sometimes if people ask me, you know, where do you see yourself in three years time? I found myself plucking ideas that felt too big and and that I couldn't even really relate to. They were almost like wishes, nice to have, maybe in my next life. And, and so I wasn't really relating to them either, which means that you actually lose motivation. You're not actually going to work towards them because you, you don't feel a connection to them. I realized that this was a problem for me. And, and I also realized I don't really know how to create a vision. I wanted it to be so detailed I could feel it and feel it like in every cell in my body, like as though when I read it, I would get really excited about it and it would sort of give me a buzz in, in my body. It needed to be more than just a sentence or two for me to be able to feel that and, and relate to it and connect to it. And then there were a lot of other things that were coming up as well at that time. Obviously, the fear of, oh my goodness, what if actually I can't visualize things. You know, maybe maybe I'm just not very good at dreaming. Maybe I won't get any ideas if I give myself time to create a, a vision. Maybe what I will envisage for myself in three years' time is too ambitious or not ambitious enough. Or what if I say that I'm going to do something and then feel I have to do it, but halfway along that road, I realize, really, I don't want to be here. And so I then feel kind of stuck and obliged to, to keep going. And so all these thoughts were coming up in my head. And then I thought of the saying, which I love from Erica Anderson's book, which has the same title as well. And her book is called Be Bad First. 
The full title is Be Bad First, Get Good at Things Fast and Stay Ready for the Future. It's the Be Bad First that I really like, though. I always take it with me and remind myself of it when I'm about to start a project and go, oh, yes, I need to be bad first if I'm going to move forward and get really good at this. And none of us like feeling like a beginner. We don't like making those mistakes at the beginning. And yet they're a necessary part of us learning to be able to do something. When we learned how to walk, we fell down countless times and we kept getting back up and kept trying again. And then we were able to master walking. And it's the same with everything. We need to be bad first. We need to keep falling down. And so I realized, oh my goodness, of course, my vision document, it's not going to be perfect. It might be a bit off the mark. I might go and dream up something that I discover, I no, actually, I don't want to do. Or yeah, it might be overambitious in some areas and not ambitious enough in others. And it doesn't really matter. I wanted to get curious about what would happen if I did create a vision document. How would my life then change? And that's what got me going. It's like, well, what if I do it? What will happen then? And also, I realized that my vision document is a compass. So imagine standing on top of a mountain and you've got this magnificent view in front of you and you can see a valley and you can see villages and then you see your destination far, far off into the distance. And you know that you're going to be going down into that valley. And so if you have a compass and you know which way you're going, then you can keep following that compass. And it doesn't matter when you get down into the valley and you're in amongst the trees and you can't really see ahead or there's a river to cross and you're going through a town. You might end up going down a road that ends up being a dead end and having to turn around again. All of those things could be happening to you on this journey from the mountaintop to that destination that you can see in the distance. And if you have a compass, then it doesn't matter what path you take between that mountaintop and that destination in the distance. That is what life is all about and living life fully. It's not about taking the shortcut all the time. It is about doing the detours. It's about wandering into areas that you hadn't thought you were going to end up and to have a compass so it keeps you focused on where you ultimately want to go. So this is what I wanted my vision document to do for me. And for me, my vision document is both a compass and a focus. It helps me to focus. It helps me to stop being distracted and wandering off too much because I get lots of ideas and excited about all sorts of projects. And so it's very easy for me to get distracted and suddenly go off on a tangent. The idea is to maintain that focus, to have it as that compass, to keep me going towards that North Star, as it were. And also it would solve the problem that I was feeling. I felt a bit like, you know, I'm on a road to anywhere, which is the same as being on a road to nowhere. I, I didn't know what my destination was. I mean, imagine getting into a taxi and the taxi driver says, so where do you want to go? And you go, anywhere. That would be a bit awkward. I mean, the taxi driver needs to know your destination, needs to know where you're going. And if you were to sit there and go, well, actually, anywhere is my destination. 
like as not, the taxi driver may say, well, I don't know where to go, so I, I can't drive anywhere. And that is nowhere. Or, well, I can drive you around if you just pay me, but you're not going to get anywhere, which is kind of the same as nowhere. Much better to get in the taxi and go, so this is the address I'd like to go to. And that's what I wanted with my vision. So I'm a high achiever and I don't do anything in half measures. And I like to learn from the best. So when I've identified a skill or some knowledge that I want to learn and get good at, then I always think, well, who has done it already? Who is already really good at this that can teach me? I found this book by Cameron Herald, Vivid Vision. And so I do what I do best. I read it and then I broke it down into action steps and then I did it. I then created a business and a personal vision. My process often is I learn something. I then make it happen and then I share it generously, which is what I have been doing this year. I've had a vision masterclass where I shared with the participants how to go from a blank page to a full document, several pages long, describing in detail how they envisage their personal life and their professional life. I will put a link in the show notes below to the next Vision Masterclass. It's free to sign up. Please come and join me and start creating your own vision document. So I knew when it came to the vision process, I would need to think about being bad first, being that beginner and allowing myself for time, time to make mistakes, time to explore, time to find a process that works well for me. And I gave myself plenty of time to capture my thoughts and and my ideas and, and really visualize my future in such a way that I was tapping into all of my senses. So I would imagine myself in three years' time and I would think, well, where am I standing? What am I seeing? What do I feel? What can I reach out and touch? How does that feel? What does it smell like even in the place that I'm in? Are there other people there? What can I see if I'm in a room? What can I see on the walls that indicate where my business is at the moment? Perhaps indicate what other people are saying about my business. To think about different areas, which I'd already decided on. So when I did my personal vision, I chose six areas to focus on. Fitness, finances, family, friends, faith, and fun. And I collected these notes in any way. So it could be that I journaled and wrote whole paragraphs. Sometimes I was writing ideas on post-its. Sometimes I was creating a mind map. And so I was very open to capturing my ideas and thoughts over those few days that I was giving myself to visualize. And so by giving me time to gather these notes and to reflect on them, meant that I was able to have that really positive effect when you sleep on things. And so you come back to things with fresh energy and fresh ideas. And it's also called percolation, a, a percolation process for the brain where you deliberately take breaks in a project that you're doing so that the brain can keep working in the background on what you're thinking about, what it is that you want to solve. 
So once I had spent a few days gathering all my ideas and notes in all sorts of ways, then I spent some time writing them out. So if we take, for example, the business vision that I created under the different headings, I have paragraphs describing in detail how I envisage my life to be in three years time. So I did work with the text to make sure that the text really excited me so that when I read it, I reconnect with that vision, that picture that I I had in my mind's eye. And so I can connect with it and, and feel it connecting to all the different senses in my body. It's much more easier to be motivated If you feel that connection and you feel an excitement around it, it was important to have these positive emotions, this positive connection with it. Then what I did was I, I love doing graphic design. So I put it into a document and then sent my document to a local printers and then went and picked up several hard copies. Now, this might seem like a bit of overkill for some people going, oh my goodness, do do I really need to have it printed out as a brochure? And yes, I would say it is important to have a hard copy in your hand because it makes it feel so real. And also you're going to be using it a lot over the coming three years. I use it to give to potential clients or clients. I've given it to friends and family members because I'm using it to show them what I'm committing to for the next three years. So it becomes a type of accountability. I'm going to also put a link to my document in the show notes below. Again, declaring to you who are listening that this is what I'm working on these coming years and inviting you to join me and support me and celebrate with me when I achieve it. Because when you carry on listening to the podcast, I will then share with you the next achievement, the next level of what I have managed to to do moving towards that destination that I have imagined. It was fun giving this to people because I even had somebody say to me when I handed it to them and they looked at it and he went, oh my goodness, it makes you look like you're a company with about 60 employees. And that felt really good for me as well to hear that because I am a solopreneur. And yet part of my vision is to build a team. And once I was done making my personal and business vivid vision, I asked my husband, would you like to make one for us? And we call ourselves Team P&D. Let me just pick it up here and show you. We created a vision for Team P&D as well. And because I'd already created mine and taken time to learn how to do it and worked out a process, it went quicker the next time round. So in some ways, my husband was my first student. I was teaching him how to do it. So I then did the same again. I added some images and printed it out for us both. And what's really good about creating a vision document is that you can then use it as multiple tools. So it not only is your compass and your focus, I was talking a little bit earlier as well about how it motivates me. I can reconnect to those feelings that I felt when I was first visualizing the life that I want to lead. It's also a great form of communication. As I said, handing it to clients, to stakeholders, they can see what I'm committing to. Another thing was the accountability aspect as well. Showing people what I'm doing makes it more likely that I'm going to go and do it. It is a planning tool. 
So now I've created a vision for how my life is going to be in three years time. And then I reverse engineer it back to today so that I can work out what I need to be doing in the next three months if I'm going to achieve what I want to achieve at the end of the next three years. And I use it as a review tool as well. So when I do my seasonal review, I take it out again and I read it and I look through it. And I added space to think pages in here so that I can write what I've achieved, how far I've come. There is space around the text. So I, I write around the text as well. It's a working document for me. I imagine you're a little bit curious as I was before I created my vision. How is this affecting my life? It's quite funny, really, because I was worried that some things were going to be over ambitious and some things I wasn't going to be ambitious enough. And yeah, absolutely. I think things will fall into both those categories. And one of the things that I was very cautious about was writing my book. I thought, oh, yes, by the time I've got to the end of three years, I will be almost ready to publish my book. Well, I am planning to publish the book in spring next year, which is one and a half years earlier than I originally envisaged. And then I wanted to launch a community and I've launched the Wiseacious Women community. I also started my blog. I have opened my Etsy shop. I've started public speaking. I had a dream of doing workshops and I've had a vision workshop and I've got another one coming up. My team is already growing. I have a collaboration with a fabulous coach and colleague in London, Rebecca Hill. We have created the Wiseacious Women program and we're going to be doing two in-person events next March in London. I'm really excited about that and where that is going to be going as well over the years. And when it comes to the personal and team P&D front, well, we had an idea of having a family retreat and we've made that into reality. We had a long weekend together with our sons, relaxing, being in a beautiful place together. Then the seasonal reviews with my husband came from doing a vision document together with him. We wouldn't have done this otherwise. It really has brought us closer together. It's given us a focus around our marriage, our life, what do we want? But it also has helped us really, really appreciate what we have together. And one of the one of the areas is fun. So we actively make sure we're having fun and laughing. And we do that more. Just by having this vision document, we're, we're closer and we're more focused on deeply enjoying our lives and what it is that we want to create moving forward. And so creating this vision document, it's been really powerful. It really has helped to make some amazing changes happen in our lives. And so I invite you to join me for my next Vision Masterclass and create your own vision document and get curious and see how that can impact your life going forward. And if you're watching on the YouTube channel, don't forget to subscribe. Give me a thumbs up if you've enjoyed today's episode and leave a comment. Let me know what you think.